3: bad bad girl they- rubbish there's buggers over here <laughs> back outside this is the point where he always hits it oh!
1: Oh! aaron harrison
3: beyond belief. we did it we beat those british we pastors. beat the british second cornwallis 10 kids you're basically pregnant for 20 years pregnant or breastfeeding just wow like that sounds exhausting. potheads what an adorable what an adorable bunch of people!
0: Woodson from the
2: gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson, twenty, 10,
1: five touchdown, Kentucky.
3: Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker
1: and Roush.
2: Hello, guys. happy Thursday to you, June 29th, 2023. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big okay. X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope you're having a great start to your Thursday. It's June 29th.
3: Nick Roush, how are you? I'm um, excited to be here. Excited to be here. Happy to see you all. I'm doing well. Um, was hoping to see a little less smoke today rolling in. Um. I think it is a little less. I was, um, if if you're from the city of Louisville, the Waterson by the airport, there's kind of like a overpass there that goes over the train tracks, and you see uh, Don't Call Me Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, and then you see the skyline from there. And yesterday, you just couldn't see it at all. Uh, today, you could at least see it, although like there's, it's, there's definitely a, a haze and a malaise over the city, so... Yeah, would would like for that to clear up. Um,
2: yeah, we had our laughs, Canada,
3: but go on and get DJ yeah. switch mics for me again. Sorry, back and forth, back and forth. Just keep on switching. I
2: was told this, this one didn't work. There we well, go.
3: It's working now. It sounds good.
2: Yeah. So We're what back. what changed in the last thirty seconds? I don't know that one. That one was working, and then
0: it just it went out. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't. I never know the mysteries around this place and how how they get solved. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well,
0: a lot it's of mis- a, a lot a lot of, a lot of mysteries.
3: What a mess! What a mess! Scoots,
0: how are you? I'm good. Coming off another Reds win last night, I got to uh, stay up and watch the whole thing, so I'm a little tired today. But uh, overall, overall, feeling pretty good. It's Thursday, means tomorrow's Friday, means we've got Fourth of July coming up next week. Really, really excited for this weekend and next week, just because I know I'm going to get to spend a lot of time outside. So. Yeah, like Ralph said, I'm hoping this smoke can can get out of here or smog. What, gonna, get- what are we going to are we calling it? Smog? Is that yeah. what we're calling no, it? No, it's smoke. Smoke. Okay.
3: Cuz I heard a couple of people yesterday refer to it as smog. So I was like, "Oh, should we call it smog?" Well, the smog though is like I, I, when you when you get smog, it's from actual just pollutants. This is ah. This is this is just smoke. But um, I mean, there
2: could be smog mixed in, I suppose. Right, but. right,
3: right. But it's 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 mostly due to the wildfires. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go and get get on out of here. So like you said, we can enjoy some outdoors time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, a little anniversary dinner tonight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So where to? Uh, no idea. So if you got any, this, this it's the thing we do every time. Where it's like oh, we have a night out. Let's try somewhere new. And then you're just like, well, where do we pick? And then. Then, like oh you find a place but then you reserve you need reservations and it's too late so like uh we're, we're in kind of an in-between uh time, trying to figure it out but we will if you got any suggestions thorn's tax on I'll could, take them
2: could get you in at porcini 645
3: 715. oh is, uh, is that is
2: it good porcini's yeah it's never good. been I've only been one time actually and it was I think in the winter uh, I don't think it's my the best Italian in Louisville but it was it was really good I liked it as well
3: Never had... uh Let's
2: see where else I can get you in at.
3: Oh.
2: Ralph, you should just pick like 10 new places that
0: you all have never been, throw them in a hat and pick one see,
3: out. See, and that's... We did... At her old house, it was on Frankfort Avenue, or off Frankfort Avenue, I should say, and we had like a list of 20 that we were like, all right, we got to check these restaurants off our list. And we we went through them and we enjoyed the process, but we haven't made an, a new list. We oh, I can one.
2: get you in some of the nicest spots in town. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, have you been to the River House?
3: Have not been to the River House. Considered that because I know that's Scoots' favorite.
2: Can get you in there. Swizzle, the building that like rotates downtown.
3: That would be kind of cool. The, the
2: Skyrise. Their food was good. Probably not worth the price tag. You're basically paying for, for the, the view, view up yeah, there. But it is that's cool. That's what I it is the best view of
3: Louisville. Yeah. Have you been to Le Mou? Have not been to oh the Mou. Gosh. Uh, isn't that, get is out is a little Isn't is 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 Le Mou, uh, the ice cream place?
2: No. Roush, how have I been you're to think, all these places and thinking, you have thinking
3: of Comfy Cow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Lemo <laughs> is awesome. Vincenzo's. You can see if Jack Harlow's there.
3: Is he frequent there there Vincenzo's?
2: Have you been to Ceviche in the Highlands? Nope. One time saw Matt Jones there on a date. No. Uh-huh. Sounds like fun. He did not say hi to me. Ralph, do you always just go the
3: same places? No, we just we have a different um Like I, eating at like um if it has a the past the like three like when it has the cash signs on Google. <laughs> I usually just stop at the two dollar sign, you know? Because um, we got a lot of rotation, right? You have your great establishments like Roosters or your local Mexican Salseritas. Um, Salseritas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then we have we have some places nearby that we love, but like that's what I said. We we get a couple opportunities a year where we're like, all right, let's go, let's let's branch out. So you gave us some some options, some choices. Uh, Out of
2: the ones I said, if you've, I think Lamu is my third favorite steak in the city. Lamu's se- awesome. Maybe second favorite steak. It is. It is so good.
0: Okay, I'm big on their mimosas. Yeah, right.
2: I, I was there one time and they had like dollar mimosas. Yeah, they used to do all you can
0: drink mimosas. Me I mean, and my buddy and his wife would go all the time. All
2: you can drink or dollar, either way. It seems like an easy way to get drunk if you're looking to do that at 11 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> uh, and I'm not judging, but. What, yeah, they had dollar mimosas and I was like, Can I just get a dollar mimosa? But I just want the orange juice. Yeah, I think you remember I'm just oh, new. And they were like they're like so it's already pre-mixed for a dollar. <laughs> uh, and our orange juices are four dollars or whatever There were. It was expensive for a, a, I was like, Are you serious? I was like, I can't just get the mimosa without the alcohol and they were like, No, and I was like, I'll just take the dollar mimosa then. <laughs> I'll get my orange juice fixed with a little alcohol mixed into it, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, but, no, they, their steaks are amazing, and then they also have, what is it? Is it their oysters? I don't know. Whatever it is that comes in that sauce is just so freaking good. We, like, almost contemplated being like, can we just get a bowl, for the, a to-go bowl for this sauce? We just want to take it home and dip our <laughs> I bread would in like it the for sauce. the next w- three weeks are so delicious. That's exciting a little anniversary night. Yeah, yeah, we got we'll babysitter get out of for the jam. kids. Yeah, do you have any plans after?
3: No, no. Um and that's kind of, we'll probably I, I saw there's a comedy show downtown, might do that. Ooh. Might do um might do a movie, might just go home and go to sleep. I don't know. We got a wedding tomorrow night too. That's our actual anniversary, so go to sleep. Just a lot of um been been, been busy.
2: What? Uh, where's the wedding in town?
3: Uh, Shelbyville. So basically, mm-hmm, basically we got it. We got a pregnant friend who's gonna be a DD.
2: Kevin White performing tonight at the Louisville
3: Comedy yeah. Club. haven't heard of him before, but like you know, fifteen bucks to get in, watch some comedy for an hour or so. Live
2: comedy's great. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to know the know the people. Um, so that might be
3: something something to do. And then
2: that the Louisville Comedy Club. They have a restaurant there that their food is pretty solid, and they also serve food in the Comedy Club, and that's more like bar food, but it was pretty good, too. Is that the same as the Comedy Caravan? Is, is that, that still different. a thing? Comedy Caravan is still a thing, but Louisville but, Comedy Club is kind of the up-and-coming. That's
3: hmm. um down on 4th Street, right? Or like about nearby?
2: Comedy Caravan is in the Highlands, right, right, but, right by the back door. This Louisville Comedy Club is on Main Street. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right there by, by the Yum Center, a little closer yeah. Uh, so, up Main, down Main, depending which way you're looking at it, I guess.
3: Ooh. Either way, got a fun night. On That's tap. awesome. Yeah, yeah, you got a
2: fun weekend, it sounds like.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's going to be a lot of commitments, though. So, like, today is just like, let's, let's buckle up, Buttercup. We got to get ready. There's about, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I've, I've lost count. There's so many.
0: Commit- we, commitments? You yeah. mean like sports commitments?
3: Yeah, like Kentucky okay. football. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant like you just had a social, lot of commitments. Got a lot of social stuff, commitments. Of stuff you didn't yeah, want. Just got a lot of <laughs> things I need to get to. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's just a lot of announcements happening, and at least things are clearing up on who's going where to a certain extent. But you still, uh, yesterday, Terrell Nichols he announced that he is going to decide Sunday, and that one. Could be a really big one, but it's like, oh, man, I don't know which way it's going to be. Like, I think I think Vince is going to do it. But, like, at the same time, this so four-star cornerback. From Cincinnati. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Vince recruits that area well. He's a big-time player. Big-time player. He was, uh, I think, the first to offer the kid a scholarship, too. Uh, officially visited, but the kids kept things very quiet. And the other school is Michigan, and Michigan's just been – They've been on top of their stuff. Clink uh, has been tailing Kentucky for a lot of these guys. It feels like too, and they've just they've kind of been the thorn in Kentucky's side in a lot of these commitments. He visited there most recently, and really, if it was anybody else, I would just be like, Vince is getting this done. I know the big dog's going to bark, and then <laughs> he's going to say, "I told y'all so," and like, you know, we're going to get a lot of fun tweets out of it. Boom, and it's going to be a big deal. But I just Michigan has me a little apprehensive. Especially because um, knowing Michigan, like Michigan's, really down to two cornerbacks as their top priorities: Teron Nichols and Aaron Scott, who actually attends a high school that UK's recruited a lot. Springfield, um, but I think that kid's going to go to Ohio State, so they might like just like shift their chips and push them all in on this guy. So that there's a little apprehension there, but at the same time, another guy who's committing to Missouri this weekend. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying that. I, Pretty confident in that one, but it's Missouri, Kentucky, or Vanderbilt. I feel like if you read the Kentucky tea leaves, feels like they kind of pump the brakes a little bit on Keys. I think it's because they like Nichols better. So if they're going to pump the brakes on Keys, then you probably feel good about Nichols, so it's just there's a lot of moving parts. Is kind of the uh, the the summary of trying to figure out where kids are going. Nichols is one of like five or six commitments. Um, starting tomorrow, I think there's two tomorrow, and then it just no July first, and then it just kind of keeps rolling through the weekend. So that's that's happening. But in the meantime, Kentucky did get a commitment yesterday from one Caleb Red.
2: Yeah, that seemed uh, edge rusher from St. Louis.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I, first and foremost, I think the my biggest takeaway was like, oh, good, finally, uh, because Frank Buffano has been recruiting St. Louis since he's been recruiting, and it's just like, okay, well, maybe they get these guys on a visit, but is it going to turn into anything? Um, Red goes to uh, one of the bigger schools there, and pretty good. Pretty darn good. Had 21 sacks, 60 tackles last year. Um, of all of the edges, uh, when you watch him on tape, he's bigger. He doesn't have the um, – like. I, I, don't, I don't know from a, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's just going to – replicate that sack production at the next level. But I do feel like he has a higher four than most of the other guys they were considering. And when I talk about the other guys, like it feels like in recruiting there's always a clear tier one, one A sort of deal with their priority and positions. And then there's just a bunch of others in the mix. And I I, I think this guy has the highest four among the others. Um, who some are committing elsewhere, McCall Byerson is committing this weekend. Uh, but Caleb Red, he's got a he's got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to like on tape.
2: Yeah, it seemed like a big day for UK football. You're saying that it, it's not going to slow down this weekend. All that's very exciting. And yeah, I like getting players out of St. Louis, especially with the offer sheet that he had. So. Yeah. Seems like off to a good start. Suck it, Drinkwitz. Hopefully there will be more to go
3: with it. I mean, he 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 was it was Kentucky or Kansas State. That's where he took his two official visits. But USC was hot and heavy for a while. Um, he ended up canceling his official visit in early June I don't know which side agreed to cancel it but um uh, USC heavily involved Oklahoma heavily involved um so significant recruiting win in that regard impressive offer sheet and um from all intents and purposes from Justin Rowland, he he talked to his coach and his his dad uh, I think is a pastor so like it uh, seems to have a pretty good head on his shoulders and that's that that's always another nice thing to check off to.
2: Yeah, that that is. That's that's uh stuff isn't making or breaking recruitments, but it's always nice when that stuff works out. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You're
3: beating some big school, big time programs, for, um for coming yeah, from yeah. a good family that seems to kind of know what they're doing and uh if you read the quotes too, that Chad Simmons had it seems to be that he, he thought he was pretty thoughtful about his process in Kentucky just was the place place to be. I can't blame him. Great place. Great coaches, great players. Great place to be.
2: It wasn't the only sport to get a commitment yesterday. No, no. Basketball gets a commitment.
3: Yeah, that was a surprise when Samto Sarrell announced his commitment to Kentucky. Uh, because, well, I don't want to say that it will... I mean, we, we kind of knew this was a slam dunk for a while. We thought he had already moved to Lexington, TJ. But we just hadn't heard any... Sort of anything. We initially thought he was going to announce with his overtime elite guy, Jordan Burks. That didn't happen. Um, we thought, okay, well, he's going to reclass. We'll, we'll hear soon. Well, maybe he'll just figure out his reclass. We'll wait till later in the summer, and then we'll hear from
2: him. Yeah. That, uh, that, it never really felt like UK wasn't going to get him. Once the, well, he's not going to reclass, that's always covering recruiting that's always a little bit of a red flag of like okay maybe plans have changed and they'll just totally reevaluate the entire recruitment if they could get into UK this year that was probably going to be a slam dunk but now that that doesn't seem as likely he may just take a step back altogether and, and reassess where they go from there that does happen from time to time That wouldn't be the most unique situation. In this instance, it really did just seem like, all right, the reclassification, probably not going to happen. At least that's what all the experts are saying. I'm not so sure. Uh, But they're saying, all right, the reclass is is likely not to happen, but let's just go ahead and commit to UK anyways. Uh, Let's just go ahead and, and plug in our spot, whether it's for this upcoming season or the following season. Let's just go ahead and make it official, official. And they went ahead and they did it. Uh, That's good. Whatever class it may be, it is nice to get him signed up. Uh, A lot of people that have seen more of him than I have speak very highly of him, just at least from a physicality, motor, aggressiveness standpoint. And that plays in college basketball. That carries over. Uh, If you play hard and you're aggressive, even if your skill set's still a little bit behind, you can still be a contributor. You can still be an important piece. I want him to reclassify. And by the way, Kyle Tucker says that uh, it's somto Cyril. 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 So not Cyril.
3: Cyril. Somto Cyril. That's easy. And easy. Cyril.
2: Yeah. Like Cyril. Toot Cyril. Uh, we won't. I'll get that. I'll mix that up and get it wrong a million times. But just uh, yeah. Some. It's, d- d- it's not discreet. personal, but it's nice to personal. be corrected on just, it. Cyril. Just think of like a a country person saying cereal. that's what Kyle Tucker said in his tweet. Did he really? He said how my grandparents would pronounce cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Cereal. (laughs) Pass the cereal. (sighs) But that does sound like that's how it is pronounced. So I'd still like him for all the same reasons we've talked about earlier this week. From a foul standpoint, sounds like a perfect fit for that. Somebody that's going to go in there, play aggressive, not get pushed around, be physical, and could give some of the other bigs a bit of a break and speaking of some of the other bigs but that that's that's exciting I still just because everybody's saying he's not going to reclassify i I wouldn't guarantee that it, it's not going to happen again people more in the know are saying it's unlikely you got to default to their opinion I'll just say knowing UK basketball and how they operate don't be so sure don't be surprised if in August or September early early September it'd have to be Anything after early September that is probably set in stone. But don't be shocked if he ends up reclassifying. Don't be shocked. He also if he potentially joins UK middle of the year in December, after the the first semester ends. I just I'm I'm not dead set on we don't see somto Cyril in a UK jersey at some point this season. Although all the experts are saying probably well, are not. I'm just saying I'm not so sure that that's not I don't I don't know if UK is just rolling into the season with three bigs.
3: Would yeah. you? Okay, so you said at some point this season. What if the reclass takes through the fall semester and he doesn't get here till December? Or yeah, I think that's are, a possibility. Are, are there scars though that would make you apprehensive from the? No, because
2: he's a, he's ranked 44th in the class of 2024. If if he bounces or if UK only gets a semester out of him, so be it. I won't – I mean, I I, I won't – this isn't like a Shaden Sharp situation because Shaden Sharp could have been the best player on the floor at any moment that he stepped on it. I don't think that would be the case for some Tosiro. Okay. And if and if he ended up being that great and then, like, never played or you got some Shaden Sharp situation, then, yeah, that would. I guess that would stink. But um, we're, everybody seems to be looking at him as, like, a backup's backup piece, a foul guy. So, I would rather have that than not have it. If you end up getting it and then it ends up not working out where he doesn't play a game for you or something along those lines, then then so be it. He's ranked forty fourth in the class of twenty
3: twenty four. I'm kind of with you there. I mean, it's you're right. It, it, I mean, it's not exactly apples and oranges, but um, for what he would be adding him halfway through the year, I don't think his role adding halfway through the year would be dramatically different than if you just got him at the beginning of the year, too, which is a guy who's, you know, he would probably be relegated to Uganda minutes, which is, you know, five uh-huh. or whatever. But, it, and maybe if he started before the year, they would look more like 10, and they'd be a little bit more steadier. Um, so, obviously, the sooner he would get here, the better. Um, but I don't think he's expected to have a huge role one way or the other. And more so just be like, hey, there's five fouls. SEC play, big guys, go foul.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, physical game. You got to pick up two early ones. Let's move Bradshaw over to the five. We'll have Trey Mitchell at the four. Oh, Trey just picked up his second. Bradshaw over to the four. Let's finish out this final three minutes of the half. Somto, you're the five. Mm -hmm. Just go in there. Don't give up any easy baskets. Play hard, and let's get to halftime and reassess. You need players like that. It's important to have players like that. But it's nice he commits one way or another. Uh, it was a good day for UK Athletics, and there's just been, over the last like week now, this positive cloud over UK. We don't even know what to do with ourselves, Roush.
3: Wow, we really, really don't.
2: People aren't fighting or bickering with one another. It's been kind of nice. <laughs> and in the meantime, to bring Scoots into the equation of these good feelings, Scoots, I know you said you watched the Reds game last night. Did mm-hmm. you watch any of the United States men's national soccer team? I did not. Scoots. I did buy FIFA 23 last night though and played that a little bit. Does that mm. count? What
0: console? Uh PS4.
3: Wow, right when we talked about how recently have we yeah. played video games. Scoots goes out and buys a new one. Well, I was
2: I was Mr. Video
0: Game. I was literally getting ready to turn on so I'll use the my PlayStation as like our second TV a lot of times cuz I have all the TV apps on there. So I was literally getting ready to fire something up, and I was like, you know what? There's really nothing else on. We had the Reds on the big TV. And then I saw that PlayStation's having like a big 75 to 80% off sale. So I was like, okay, let me check that out, see so see if I can find anything good. Got FIFA 23 for like 13 bucks. What, what a steal. I mean, it was, it was a no-brainer. I had to do it. You got to at that and, point. And Louisville City and Racing Louisville are on the team, so that's fine. Wow. Fun. Have you yeah. played with either one yet? I have not yet, no. Oh.
2: But I, I will. Yeah, you better. forward to it. You better. Uh, United States, so they won. say? Who, Who do we play? St. Kitts and Nevis? I hope we won. 6-0. Yeah, that's about the
3: score right. line I'd St. expect, St. Kitts to. and suck it In the
2: Go- Confed Gold Cup, which they allowed Qatar to be in, which is always funny <laughs> to me.
3: Uh, they're in the conquer
2: <laughs> They are. I think it's just they got to host the World Cup, so they get an invite into it. I don't, I don't know.
3: Maybe they're, they aren't included in anything else, so they've got to – Come over to But uh, Yeah, maybe so.
2: Maybe we're just good neighbors. Uh, but that that does put us at the top of our group at the moment, tied with Jamaica, but we've got a better goal differential. And I think the only team we have left to play in our group is Trinidad and Tobago, who at times has been uh, a little bit of a thorn in our yeah, side. So um, that game won't be... The, United States will at least they can't lose that game or else they won't advance out of their group in the CONCACAF which is,
3: would be embarrassing. So Trinidad James greater than Trinidad and Tobago.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of hope for US soccer this year, right? In or in the future, golden DJ? generation. You you follow oh, yeah, it better the, than us you know, This is dude. the golden generation. Got a new yeah. striker. Everybody's
2: everybody's feeling good about the team. By the way, the Women's World Cup starts here, in under I a month. got a hat-trick yesterday. Yeah, people forget about the Women's World Cup. Under a month. I did, and yeah, that's wild. Oh, Racing, Racing's got a striker. They do. Yeah. They've got a player. I think they have six players playing across six different countries in the Women's World Cup, which starts here. Racing? Scoots win in a month. Wow. Uh, July 20th is the first games. Where's it at this year? Ooh,
0: Who's hosting?
2: That's a great question.
3: That I don't know. Let's see how quick we can Google, because, yeah, uh, we don't know. I saw Marta's playing in it for uh, Australia New Zealand. Okay. So that means, what does that mean for us? It means it'll air. Oh, man, I'm really bad. The international day on throws off my time zone trickeration quite a bit. So I know Hawaii is like six hours behind us, but Australia is a day ahead of us.
2: So it's 928 right now in the evening in Australia. So
3: we'll get. So
2: they're, tw- they're, they're oh, 14 man. hours ahead of us.
3: Yeah, early morning day.
2: games maybe yeah, yeah so let's say they had a noon game that would be late time two in the morning for us
0: that's great no 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 14 hours so we might get Man. a couple we might
3: get a couple late night games but like if the women if they make it to the finals which they probably will because usa is the best um and they play that at night then you're yeah, we could have it 6 a.m. D- yeah, yeah no, I mean,
2: anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway, you, you, you slices it, it's probably not going
0: to be very good. By the way, if you like them to get to the finals, you can get that at plus money. Just saying. Really? Yep. What are they to win it? Uh, I think 320 or 280, something like that. I bet on it the other night. Huh. Smart, smart. Good thinking, Scoots. Thanks. Good That's thing. the only reason I knew it was coming up. <laughs>
2: scoots, is Indiana going to cover 28 against Ohio State? Not on a shot. 2nd?
0: Nope. Slam the Buckeyes. Slam them. First game. Slam them. Is that Memorial I'm Stadium? I'm telling you, TJ. Slam Ohio State. They will beat us by 42. I promise. You're
2: just a you're a no. Hater, you're I've, a
0: hater. I've seen <laughs> this story written too many times. It, is, it will not be a close game. All right, you. And if it doesn't hit, you'll cover my bet. I mean, unless you're throwing like a G on it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's huge news. Free bet. Free. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: is a new promo. DraftKings is running.
2: Absolutely love it. All right. Well, fine. Twist my arm. You're gonna cover my nine hundred dollar bet. It's not a grand. Wait, is it twenty eight and a half, you said?
0: It's twenty-eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Twenty-eight and a half I'd be a little sketchy. The hook, don't the like, hook would get you there. Don't, don't like the hook. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's funny, scooch. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break. We'll come back. I did say we were going to get into the Thornton's text line early today. You won't make a liar out of me. We'll come back. We'll do that. This is Kentucky Roll Call. i Big X for right
1: okay. Show me where I start. Find a horse and cart. I'm just a country boy. Country boy at heart. Calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call.
2: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Thursday. Having a good time? It's going to continue on the Thornton's text line, but we want to remind you at Thornton's, it's the best gas station in Louisville. They've got good food inside. If you're on the go and you need something quick for breakfast, lunch, or even dinner, you will not be disappointed with what you find inside at Thornton's. they got a personal chef to each and every store that sees to their food being cooked fresh, stays fresh, and it is delicious each and every bite. At Thornton's, you're going to save money at the pump if you are a Refresher and Rewards member. And you will also save money inside the store. So download the app today. It's easy. Anybody can do it. We love Thornton's. You do as well. And send us a text on the Thornton's text line, 502 All right. Should we get to the Thornton's text line? We've got plenty to make up from yesterday. I know there are plenty of other things we can talk about.
3: We, we can start there, yeah. We can't
2: make a liar out of you, TJ. Can't make a liar out of me. Well, too late. (laughs) Why is it too late? Sorry.
3: A text I call you the sports liar.
2: On the Thornton's text line, 5024141450. Let's see where we're at from yesterday. What is one thing you miss most about your childhood is one thing you don't miss at all. I'll go first.
0: Okay. I, I miss not being able or not I miss being a kid and not having to work for a living, and That's i one. one thing I don't miss at all is bedtimes, although now I have my own bedtime, so it doesn't really make sense not being I'll change it. One thing I don't miss at all not being able to eat dessert before dinner because now I do that all the time and it's pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, I think the thing I would miss the most is just eating whatever I wanted and, like, just playing sports all the time. I'm like, it's pretty easy. Now it's like, eh, no, you can't can't do that. You'll be fat and you'll feel awful. It's more just like if you, you feel lethargic if you haven't, like, done anything in a while or you're not slightly dieting.
2: That's the beauty of life is I feel like you can almost take any time or any, you know, group of years And I could probably point out something that I missed dearly about that time and then also can be like, oh, but this was an existential crisis at that moment. And I'm happy that I'm not back at that. So you could do that really with any point in life uh, for the most part, Texter childhood you know weirdly enough driving in today i don't know sometimes you can get like smells that trigger nostalgia and there there's something about that smoke maybe it was the old night's hall just being smoky from cigarette smoke potentially mm, but yeah. there's something about the smoky air outside that just made me and it was like you know 6 15 6 30 in the morning whatever time it was and the sun was rising it really like brought me back to the old Bellerman basketball camp days being like an eight, nine, 10, 11, you know, I, did, I went to that camp every year for many, many years. It was so exciting. It kind of goes along with your sports stuff. When you're a kid, you're just like, well, all right, what sport are you playing next? What time of the year is it? What season is it? What sport are you playing? Okay, we need to get you equipment for this. Oh, you need new cleats for that. And it just rotated throughout 12 months. It was just different sports all throughout. In, baske- or in the summer, a lot of it was basketball camp time. Uh, I miss I miss those. Those were a lot of fun, Texter. So I don't know if that's what I missed the most about my childhood, but it was one random thing that popped into my head today, so we'll use it to answer the question. Those Bellerin basketball camps, so much fun. And what do you not miss at all?
3: Uh, the smell of cigarette smokes in bars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with it because I was like, No, Man, I, I, didn't care.
2: I didn't care so much about that. Uh, what do I not miss the most at all about? that age
3: i think mostly it's just being able to the little freedom of movement you know you could ride your bicycle some places but it was, it was some limitations there
2: yeah yeah
3: and i also didn't like being in a family of four i didn't like asking my parents to take me places because it was a whole ordeal
2: that was honestly maybe what i was gonna say is just like being in a, like we'd have babysitters all summer because both of our parents worked, and especially with divorced parents, there was always just like, all right, I need to get to this thing. Who's taking me?
3: How's it going to work? How's yeah. who's this picking is the me whole up? Ordeal.
2: And being the baby, you always felt like, like, oh gosh, I'm, I need, I need one parent's going to have to pick me up, another parent's going to have to take me home. This is going to be a nightmare. Where do I even start with that? Yeah, just I guess the the lack of independence of freedom of movement to bring it back to a basketball term. What about you, Scoots? What was yours that you, you didn't like the most or you you hated the most? Um, it was not being able to eat dessert before dinner. Oh. Because now I do that all the time. You eat dessert before dinner. And it rocks, yeah. But a lot of times your dinner is just a bag of chips. Or a bowl of ice cream, yeah. If you did not receive a confirmation email back about the Big X second annual kickoff scramble, should I send another? No, I, and I, I sent back everybody that has – Responded should have at least gotten a an email back yesterday um, or before. Uh, yesterday was the first day that I started to kind of start to write down the teams and whatnot, and we're already up to to nine by the way, and Whoa. we hardly really promoted it. So nice, yeah, and it's gonna be a shotgun start. So you gotta think nine T boxes already filled up. Uh, we're definitely going to probably have over 18 teams so it's going to be shared T boxes yeah but you're, you are you know
3: but you can only do that somewhere. you can only cat
2: you can only cap it at a certain point so if you are looking to get in get in when you fit in and text big x scramble at yahoo.com second annual kickoff scramble we've gotten a commitment from Mike Rutherford although it did sound kind of like a oh yeah cool that's really far away i'll say yes to it now but we'll see how i'm feeling when we get closer to the whole thing Hopefully he'll show up. Hopefully he'll promote it to his listeners, and we'll really turn it into a real hootin' nanny. But it's going to be September first, Elk Run. Uh, last year, I, I haven't gotten confirmation on prices, but last year it was just one hundred and twenty dollars a team. So you're getting in this in the scramble for thirty dollars a person. That's a steal. I haven't Elk Run. confirmed that that's the price this year, but I can't imagine. You know, at worst, maybe five to ten dollars more potentially. So. Just something to keep an eye on. I think last year we had written down we had 23 teams by the time we, we all teed off, and we'll have more this year. That's pretty much a guarantee. Big X kickoff scramble, September 1st, 2023, at Elk Runs. Beautiful course, really fun course, scorable course. An email bigxscramble at yahoo.com to get in today.
3: I, um, costs nothing to reserve your spot. I was uh, listening to a little bit of the Mike Rutherford show yesterday. What? I I, I expected uh, some more tears from Trevor Kelsey.
2: Is he still crying about Haley Van Lith?
3: No, but I I expected him to be more sad and embarrassed that Louisville is not in the ACC-SEC Challenge.
2: There, there, Twitter was kind of funny with that stuff
3: because there was very much a like split on we suck, we don't belong.
2: I feel like the majority of fans were, and they're like, "This is just what we get for being absolutely god awful last year. This is embarrassing. This should not be where we're at."
3: But, but on the other hand, which is the right take, as 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 Nick Coffee uh, put it, like people are going to Wolves going to draw more eyeballs than half of those teams that are in there.
2: Yeah, because everybody wants to watch the freak show, four win team.
3: Well, see, like Boston College, they they got a big fan base, drawing eyeballs for this made-for-TV event. And hey, U
2: Nick Coffee, you want to be in, win more than four games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard. One team was left out; it was you. Like you've got nobody to nobody to blame but yourself. And yes, of course, Louisville would be a maybe slightly more attractive TV show or offer viewing experience, but significantly, Louisville, you got to get over yourself. Like it, and all sincerity you do let's say you got paired up with mississippi state mississippi state may be a tournament team in the sec acc challenge N- not significantly more people are watching that than vandy boston college i just hate to break it to you you all will and it'll get better numbers mm-hmm. than though than that other game because U L's fan base is bigger than both their fan bases probably combined but from a national audience standpoint no nobody's watching you all nobody is and by the way, they did talk Haley Van Litt. They were talking about how
0: they didn't get the Louisville LSU matchup. Yeah, that was
2: stupid. Yeah. And the women's UK is hosting Boston College, which, man, yeah, UK is going to be so bad this year. Yeah, it's bad. They, they, I saw their SEC schedule. They only have LSU on the road, so you don't even get like a LSU draw game to put mm-hmm. some butts in the seats. But luckily, they did get South Carolina home and away. So you'll get two butt kickings from the Gamecocks. And then maybe it'll be a change of direction time after the season, or maybe Kyra L Z will do a Nick Mingione and surprise us all and go to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. I guess would be the equivalent of a Super Regional. I always kind of view the Super Regionals at the Elite Eight, although it's really not. Yeah, eight teams it, make it no small, like But though. it feels like you're. That's at,
3: how we stagger it because you, the you World win, series you get is, to the final stage, yeah, which is yeah. the Final Four, mm-hmm.
2: and you lose, you're done. But you've advanced out of the the, the minutia, if you will. So the U you, L uh, you got nobody to blame but yourself. I couldn't believe that they didn't do the LSU L women's matchup. That'd just be too that, too easy. You talk about you talk about draws. You talk about eyeballs. You talk about a national audience. Capitalize on the stardom in women's basketball right now and give the people what they want in terms of that. Uh, but but. I'm more focused on the men. more I've, focused on UK's draw, classic KRC curse. We get right off the air. It's Miami. Scoots, what you got? I, I do think that if you if they would have done the U of LSU game, you
0: would have gotten a lot of eyeballs from people that don't normally watch women's college basketball. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's just the for this opportunity. Lines, yeah. but I, I think that a lot of these matchups were kind of strange. Uh, you, and some people think UK getting Miami is a little strange. I'm it, a little surprised by it, but it's still a good matchup.
3: It, it's one of those that, when you think about it from a TV executive standpoint, it makes sense because I, I don't know if they're going to do home and homes for this. I know that you will alternate. If you're playing at home this year, you'll be on the road next year. But I don't, it felt like in the SEC Big 12 that you kind of got that. A lot, right? Like, you played Kansas home one year, you went on the road to Kansas the next year.
0: But in the ACC
3: Big Ten, it didn't feel it like, that, like that. It was not like that at all. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't in the know. SC-
2: SEC, Big 12, it really wasn't like that. It's just Kentucky and Kansas got paired up a bunch. Exactly. Like, Texas Tech never came to Rupp Arena. True. Uh, West Virginia never came to Rupp Arena. But
3: if, if you did do that sort of model, um, ESPN owns the Champions Classic. They've got Kentucky Duke next year. They don't want to... They want to make that feel special, right? They don't want to oversaturate it. And so you have a chance to use Miami, a team that has almost no basketball tradition, but is coming off a of Final Four and an Elite Eight the year prior. And returning
2: three starters off that Final Four team. That's what I was wondering. Is did, Wong one of them? Yeah. Uh, I think Wong's gone.
3: I think Wong is the only one that's left. But Nigel Wong gone. But, but <laughs> Nigel Pack, I think, is back along with a couple others. So um, to have the opportunity – to make Miami a marquee opponent for Kentucky, I, I understand the uh, why that's enticing, uh, but it's it's still, it's just so hard for me to take Miami basketball seriously. Like I, I found seeing Jim Laronega do the U, it's just it's not it just doesn't square peg round hole. I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it, and it doesn't make sense to me when they're good at basketball. With that being said. Um, I don't think the guys on this team care about it, and if they can get a win over a team that was in the Final Four last year at home early on in the season. I mean, you want to talk about season ticketers, they bitch and moan about their – Boy, do they. Yeah. Uh, oh, they we don't play nobody. Well, you get a weeknight game against a team in the Final Four last year, and it's also 7.30. You know, it's mm-hmm. not at late at night, so, like, that part is nice. Uh, so, while, uh, yes, I wanted Duke or North Carolina. I think we all – that that that's what you dream of when you know you're going to get the SEC-ACC challenge. But this is a pretty solid consolation prize.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree with really everything that you said. I'm more surprised, just like SEC-ACC challenge, first year doing this. It's only you know it's after Feast Week in college basketball, but one big issue college basketball has is getting people to care from December to March, really. Things start to heat up a little bit in February, but especially December and and January. Uh, This is late November when they're playing this. This is kind of after Thanksgiving. People turn college basketball off for the most because sometimes you get some fun matchups. Feast Week, Maui Invitational, Champions Classic is always a little bit earlier on. Uh, But they're just—I'm shocked that they miss the opportunity to have a must-see college basketball evening. Maybe they feel like, hey. Miami's going to be a top-10 team. Kentucky should be top-15, top-20. Somewhere in that ballpark, maybe Kentucky's top-10 at that point, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just saw that as, hey, a a top-10 matchup, a top-15 matchup. Regardless of the names, that will carry the day. We can get away with kind of spreading these blue bloods out, and maybe we'll end up getting more eyeballs across more games than if we would stack them. But in the first year of doing this, I'm shocked that they just didn't say, Folks, the SEC-ACC Challenge is here to stay, and in year one, Duke is visiting Rupp Arena, and you can't miss this one. Because that's what that would be. You couldn't miss it. Well, It'd get the best ratings of a college basketball game all year. I, I'm with you. The and they part left that on the, the table, and the, that's surprising the,
3: the part that makes less sense is that they're using this Kentucky-Miami game as the prelims to Clemson, Alabama? Like... <laughs>
2: that, Alabama that. was the team that maybe got hosed the most. Like Clemson's who you give them.
3: God, they're so bad. Now, night two um, Clemson, Tennessee, North Carolina. They lost to U of L last year. That should be a good game. I I, okay. I, I can see it. The, the The reason Duke and Arkansas are playing, though, TJ, is the 30th anniversary of that national championship. I think so, too. Yeah. And then, and then you kind of throw Arkansas a Bone. They've been, is it three straight Sweet 16s? Yeah, yeah, um, and Bud Walton is a great. It's a great setting for college basketball. So that, yeah, that'll, that, that that'll be an rally. awesome atmosphere.
2: Yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't tell some U of all people were like, does it say something about UK that that they didn't get Duke UNC, that they're lower in the pecking order? No, I think they one, I think they wanted to do the anniversary bit, and two, that'll be an amazing atmosphere. And yeah, if yeah. you say that Arkansas is ahead of the pecking order for UK. Ratings across college basketball would indicate that that's absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. But that'll be a great atmosphere. It'll be a great game, too. Probably top 20 teams there. Duke will be in the top five. It's just how high Arkansas will be ranked. Uh, Then North Carolina, Tennessee... Kentucky, North Carolina was going to be a home team. Kentucky was going to be a home team, so I guess it just didn't work out between those two. But that'll be a good game too. Tennessee yeah. going to North Carolina, you will get a ton of orange at the Dean Dome, which I'll be conflicted about oh, a little God, bit. That's
3: going to be so ugly. You know, it's going to stand out. I mean, too. imagine
2: mm-hmm. it's going to be everywhere. Are there two worst
3: colors to pair together than North Carolina blue and, and Tennessee orange?
2: Tennessee may take your arena over then if you are not care if you let those tickets get by. Uh, uh, Texas a And M, Virginia, that'll be a good game.
3: Yeah, be oh, horrible, especially.
2: Over-under oh. will be like 102. It, it,
3: it'll, it'll, like, it'll be a good game, as in the score will be close. Uh-huh. Will it be fun to watch? No, of course not.
0: So, Ralph, with what you said about teams being, like, if they're home this year and away the next year, yeah. does that mean North Carolina and Kentucky may never play in this if they're both home this no, year? No,
3: I
2: mean, I think they w- could There could be a breaking point at some point, but
3: well, like, I think for the foreseeable
2: it. future, it probably does mean that.
0: Also, also,
3: especially because they're uh, in the CBS Sports Classic, too, teamed up. So, yeah.
0: Also, with this whole Duke and North Carolina thing, maybe it's one of those things where you know how people how far in advance they plan with sports. You know maybe they're just looking towards the future and they're like, okay, we're gonna have Duke at Kentucky this year, North Carolina, Kentucky, and you just and maybe you just don't want to have too much Duke and North Carolina with Kentucky.
2: Well, you'll get Kentucky Duke in the Champions Classic next year, so you don't you won't so have Ken- be then. You, you know? won't have Kentucky going to Cameron in 2024, 2025. So that means uh, next year for the group of teams potentially Kentucky could play based on the home and the ways could be Notre Dame could be NC State I think that may be your clubhouse leader Clemson Virginia Tech Boston College or Miami could just be a return game to Miami and they'll just do the home and home you did get that from time to time in the champions class or in mm-hmm. the champions classic in the SEC Big 12 challenge um, if it's not my, I would guess it'd be Miami or NC State will be where UK goes next year. And then don't they base it off this year finish though? Yeah, they they want sexy matchups. Yeah. So and I I think Miami will have a good year. So that, but you have to see where they're going to be at for the following season. You're right about that. Um, so yeah, it, it could depend on that which team is looking the most stacked going into next season. Could also be where UK is going to go on the road at. But I would guess not next season, which will be 24-25, but 25-26, Duke comes to Rupp, and then 26-27, U.K. goes to Duke to get way ahead of everything. That's when I think you'll start to see it. And sure. all that all that being said, I, I do like the Miami matchup. I think it is, again, I'm, I'm surprised they missed the opportunity for Duke going to Rupp Arena this year. But I, I think the Miami matchup's great. It could be a signature win for U.K. Miami's going to finish top three in the ACC if you And it's at home, so your young guys are going to be fueled by the crowd. They're going to have to be going up against a very veteran team with Nigel Pack. He's on the second year of that nil deal. Uh, Omar, Omiar, Omar, I believe is how Omi- it's pronounced. Omiar. Uh, or Chad O'Me. He, he was the Arkansas State guy that Kentucky kind of flirted around with for a little bit. He's back. He's a little bit of a bruiser. I'm not sure who UK is going to have to match up with him. And then the Poplar fella, who was the starter on last year's team, who really came to life. His first name is Wuga. It is Wuga, isn't That's it? That's a great yeah. name. <laughs> uh, he, he really started kind of making a name for himself, not just because it's kind of a funny name, but because he's a good basketball player. So you're going to get those three guys. It's going to be tough. Uh, they added that guy from Florida too. Florida or Florida, Florida State's best player last year. What was his name? Cleveland, Matthew, maybe. That sounds about right. Yeah, they added him in the transfer portal. They're they're gonna be good. It's gonna be that's gonna be a really you you can make a case that that game's gonna be tougher than the Gonzaga game at Rupp Arena. I actually feel pretty confident about that. Gonzaga's gonna be solid. Get Nolan Hickman coming to
3: Rupp Arena. Can I say, too, that Nolan
2: Hickman's returned to Rupp Arena. It,
3: it's very—like, looking at all those matchups— I'm pumped. My, I, I, I've, I've got my college football kind of who's gone, who's come back. Like, I, I have my brain configured for that so far. But for college basketball, I, I, I'm figuring out who's good and who's not at this juncture. Very difficult for me. Just like, wait, so I know Tennessee, they lost Phillips— Aside, Jordan James is back. They don't have um, um, the big, Placic. the big Povcic just fouling everybody. Yeah, but, like, but, soon but soon also
2: Vescovy, or Vescovy, he's back. And Ziegler's is going to be healthy. Although Ziegler, if you need a guy to miss some layups, <laughs> that was so funny. Didn't they recruit? Like, didn't they bring in a? Oh. Decent recruit. Uh, him too. getting hurt was not funny, but man,
0: all those misleads. Oh, yeah, hard. they got a couple guys. Indiana was after. I can't remember the, who they, they got. Were. The Harvard
2: transfer, Chris Ludlum. Ludlum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I think maybe Kentucky had br- at least briefly sniffed around at, and then they did. Who did they they Who did they bring in? They brought in some, I think, like white scorer that. I actually think they didn't get the better off there with uh Phillips leaving. Oh, uh, they got Dalton necked. That's it. connect. Yeah. Boy, is that a white score. <laughs> Tennessee will be solid. Yeah. Yeah. The but rest of the it, matchups if you're interested. LSU at Syracuse. See, I'm just like that's why I'm surprised. why not throw Alabama, let them go to the
3: but yeah, at least Go, a place with a little more history. Like with you know,
2: that, you know good atmosphere, they'd show up for that game in right, a big way. Right. Um, Missouri at Pitt, you could even put Alabama at Pitt. That would be a good atmosphere. And Pitt's got some momentum going into this year. Mississippi State at Georgia Tech. Notre Dame, <laughs> Notre Dame at South Carolina. <laughs> Miami at Kentucky. NC State at Ole Miss, I'll, I won't fart that one. That one sounds pretty good. Can you uh, name the new Georgia Tech head basketball coach, Scooter Dingus?
0: Oh, I couldn't. Gosh dang it. They talked about this on Rutherford yesterday, and I can't remember.
3: Uh, he played in the NBA for the Jailblazers? Just tell me. Oh, uh, Damon Stoudemire. There we go. I've f- totally forgot about that. Yeah.
2: I don't think I could name Georgia
3: Tech's football coach either. Uh Oh, could you, Scoot? Not a shot.
2: Poor Scoots. <laughs> Scoots, I couldn't do it either on either one of them. And I just Googled <laughs> the Georgia Tech football coach, yeah, and I I, he, I, I didn't even I, – I don't know if I've ever even heard this name in my life. Because be he was their
3: offensive line coach. They got promoted when they fired him halfway through the year, and then Georgia Tech won like four out of their last five games, including a win at Pitt. And um, there was a lot of people that really didn't want him to get the job because they wanted him to be Kentucky's offensive line coach. Hey, please, can we get this guy? Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Do you think that would have been – a possibility i
3: mean i, I don't I, I don't think there was any connections i think it was mostly just people on Wishful the message board like yeah. this guy's recruiting good he's a good coach like let's get him
0: what's his name brent key
3: yeah who there you go brent,
2: brent key key Yeah. i've literally never heard of him yep damon Snydermeyer, that basketball coach at georgia tech brent key the football coach i don't think georgia tech's got to worry about getting reinvited to the sec the whole ramble and wreck. They're, what, not, what they're a, not what a, you a What a sad athletic program. All right, hour one done. But what's not sad is we've got a whole other hour. We're going to stick with these texts. Are we doing trivia today? Let's do trivia. We can do trivia. Woo-hoo! We'll return with trivia, and then it'll be nothing but text to end today's show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X oh, Sports Radio, and hour number two comes up next. and okay. it wouldn't cost me
1: a dime. You know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild, cause I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunchbox with help from a friend.
4: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
1: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
4: Nothing is over
1: until we decide it is! With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, you were supposed to bring us back okay. and do the trivia thing. Let's
3: restart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Trivia Thursday presented by Salsaritas. Two locations one, St. Matthew's, Hubbard's Lane, one in Middletown. with the Salsaritas app before you go. Wonderful guacamole, fresh, never frozen meats. Flames here, they've got it all, Salseritas, it's simply the best, just like today's edition of Trivia Thursday! Woo! Woo! You know me, I like themes. Today's theme, the great state of Kentucky, the great Commonwealth of Kentucky, oh, suck it, Hoosier, Scoozer, Dingus. No kidding. What's Big, the
2: series, I'm up one nothing. one, one nothing. Up. Okay.
3: You've heard people say, from Pikeville to Paducah. How many miles are between the two <laughs> Kentucky cities?
0: <laughs> this is going to get ugly.
3: <laughs> this is going to get ugly. I
2: recently looked like looked this up or, or it was presented to me or it was in an article that I read. And two numbers stand out, but they're pretty drastically different from one another. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So, hold on. Let me do a little mental
3: math. He's doing mental math. Scoots, and just for a frame of reference, one city is the far eastern part of the state. The other isn't the most western, but it's very western.
2: All right. I've Mm. got the number in my head that I think is more accurate than the other. Well, that
3: just changed
0: what I thought, Ralph. So, that kind of screwed me up a little bit. I'm going to go a little higher than I was initially going to go. I'll go 271.
3: 410, Bob. Wow. 400 miles. I I recently saw that number. Well, okay. I don't know if you've recently seen this number. <laughs> because they also say there are more bourbon barrels in the state of Kentucky than people. According to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, how many millions of bourbon barrels are in the Commonwealth of Kentucky? Oh, man.
2: I've got my number. All right, go ahead. I'm good.
3: You ready? Scoots, I'm good. drop yeah. it.
0: No, I went first last time. 20 million. Ooh, I'm going much higher. I was gonna go like 66 million. Oh wow, takes up a lot of space.
3: Uh, 11 million. You both went high. Wow. I didn't know many people were in Kentucky. That kind of screwed me. Okay. uh, Well, this might help you. This is basketball because basketball is king in the bluegrass state. So, how many times have teams from Kentucky been to the Final Four?
0: Oh my gosh!
3: This is a fun one. You got to think about well, about how many of us Kentucky? Oh man! And, and include we're going to include any vacated ones too. Gonna, wow! Yeah, stand up guy. Yeah, going to be we're going to throw going to throw them some bones. Um, all right, I'm ready. Uh all right, you first. I'm ready. Math in his head. He's I, ready? I, I
0: really have no idea. Okay, no, no, really frame of reference. I'm going to go
2: 17. It's more than that. I think Kentucky almost has 17.
3: I mean, I final fours? They, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'll go 26.
3: Really close, CJ If we take away vacated ones, you'd be almost right on the money. 28. 28. Kentucky ah. has 17 by themselves. They went yeah. to
0: 17 final fours? 17
3: final fours. So Louisville has been to 10. Two were vacated. And Western Kentucky in 1971, I believe they even beat Kentucky to go to the final four. Uh, But that was eventually vacated because their star player, and it's killing me. I forget his name. He took some money.
0: I was only giving Kentucky nine. I gave Louisville five and Western three. you think they've only been to nine
3: Final 4 and they've won eight titles? (laughs) That's true. They have won eight. Good What an
2: idiot. (laughs) Cal Lawson, you know, the Final Four and 11 and the National Championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I know,
0: I know, I know.
3: Yeah, no, I, okay. I, I could see you getting mad at the Pikeville to Paducah one, but yeah, you could. Oh, I'm not mad. You could have given to you me. Know, I'm just not good with trivia. well oh, here, that, here
2: we got at The ad. Uh, we
0: got the ad. We too. got the ad.
3: <laughs> well, I know TJ won, but this is a fun one. Oh, no, we're doing them both. Yeah. How many secret herbs and spices are in the Colonel's secret recipe? Twenty-six. I feel like I know this. I know it used to be a part of their ads, but I. It's it. That I mean, was it, in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Is
0: it eleven? Twenty-seven.
3: Yeah, I forgot what your first guess was, but it's eleven. Yeah, that yeah. was that was in the old house. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Also, oh, I got it confused with Dr. Pepper in the Afro Man song. Oh. I initially thought Dr. Pepper too, <laughs> but then it was I, I but I thought it like was, was too easy. Is just
3: okay. The Afro Man song we did listen to that on the way down. Oh to my uh, gosh! Oh my great Geez, yeah, yeah should have thought about it. Uh and then the other one. I, I was I was really stretched thinly here. Um but uh Kentucky only state bordered by rivers on three sides. How many major lakes are within the state? And this is according to UK University of Kentucky. Major lakes major is an
2: adjective that I'm not wild about.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's just
2: Alright, I've got a number. Same.
3: So, a Twelve. Oh I'm blessed I'm going like six. Yeah, I shouldn't have said major. I should've said lakes. S- lakes.
2: Lakes <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lakes,
0: I'd go. I, th- they,
3: I think next to 65 major is like you can put a boat on like a a, you all, a, a regular uh, power uh, boat. You are given hun-
0: 150. You all were giving me crap about major interstate and you're over here talking major lakes. Yeah,
2: I is is just a, that's a, I didn't wasn't crazy about the no, no, that was not a good quality. 100,
0: 150. 42.
2: Forty-five. Hey, forty-five. One out of five. I, mean, ain't I could bad. put a boat in the pond behind my house. <laughs> 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 All right, good trivia. I always love good old-fashioned Kentucky trivia. Yeah, Ooh, next week you could, you'll be gone, unfortunately. I
3: almost. Um, I almost you could do like Fourth of July trivia for. Um, just the drive time between Pikeville and Paducah, but I felt like distance and miles would be more appropriate. Yeah, I think, so you like sa- I think it's like six hours. Yeah, you know. six twenty was what I looked up uh, mm-hmm. last night. But it's like, oh, so I could go to Atlanta or drive from Pikeville to Paducah. That's <laughs> just crazy.
2: That is such a long
3: drive, too. Yeah.
2: Parts of it scenic, depending I've, on which part. I've you're never from been first or to less.
3: either. I don't believe. I know I haven't been to Pikeville, and I'm, I don't think I've ever. Had the pleasure of going to Paducah.
2: I've only driven through Eastern Kentucky, like the heart of Eastern Kentucky, once in my entire life. I've never actually been to Eastern Kentucky, and it's something that really bugs me. I'd love to well, just go there, but I need a reason to, not just to like go there. See, and I've. I've Western a, Kentucky, I've covered a ton of basketball events there. I've been to lakes down there. So Western Kentucky, I'm much more familiar with.
3: Eastern, it's just Pikeville, you take a. Like, I always stop before getting to Pikeville. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like if it's. Um, the 25E, like if I want to bypass Knoxville, which I normally do, you can go through Middlesv- uh, Middles- Middlesboro and there's Pine Mountain. Like uh, I've been to a bunch of state parks around there between Pine Mountain, Cumberland Gap, and all that. And then Natural Bridge is Eastern Kentucky, but that you don't know, you stop before you keep going down the mm-hmm. mountain park to Pikeville. So it's, um, yeah, I just haven't made it all the way. I've been to the Natural Bridge. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It is pretty cool. I
0: have not. I'd like to go. It's a heck of a hike up there.
3: Well, scoots, it's not it, that's an easy hike. What are you talking about? It's like a mile with just some cutbacks. I would tell Duke went up there when he was eighteen months old with wow. my parents. He could hardly walk, and he could get up that damn bridge. Scoots, that was butt kicking uh, per usual. That's two two in a row now. Maybe I'll get some 4th of July themed questions. Maybe we do Monday trivia.
0: Maybe we do Indiana themed. You throw me a bone since so you threw TJ a
3: bone. Yeah, but who I, wants I, to... Bring,
2: on, bring it on.
0: Okay. You know, he it, would, it, I it, mean, there's
2: a couple of geography questions. Yeah. There was a sports trivia question. I, I'll, I'll go toe-to-toe with you in Indiana in I those bet, categories. I bet
0: you would. Uh, bet you would.
2: <laughs> Let's get back to the Thornton's text line, 5024141450. What's up with the stream today? Keep stopping. That was so yesterday, Texter. Today's a new day.
0: <laughs> I did text. The, I did check the stream a couple times during our show yesterday, and it was fine. So, not sure if it was a connection issue on we, your end. By or the or
3: way, yeah, we had somebody very unhappy big, with our podcast. Big blue audio.
2: Big blue boss at David F three five six nine eight zero zero nine. Says, you all really need to get a good audio guy to help with your sound on the podcast. I like to listen to the podcast on daily road trips. I can't listen to KRC in the car because it's not—it's up enough to hear Nick Scoop. Scoot? Scoot." (laughs) So they're not sure if we're saying Scoop or Scoot. It's Scoot scoot for Scooter. Scoot for Scooter. Almost blows my speakers. Sound is important on podcasts. But he did come back and say, I should have left that last sentence out and made me sound like a smartass when it wasn't my intention. I'm a big fan, and I really just want to be able to listen in the car. I do a lot of traveling and podcast listening. I also do a lot of driving. So I, I totally relate to you, Big Blue Boss, and we didn't take you as coming off as, as a donkey there. Um, scoots, just make it better for Big Blue Boss. I'm going I'm to do what I can, Big Blue Boss. Sounds important on podcasts. Absolutely. Also, Big Blue Boss, I'm not saying it's a you issue. But make sure the the volume on your phone is down yes. a little bit. Don't have that at full blast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you have your volume on your phone at full blast and then you put it over the audio speakers, that's a good
3: way to blow out a speaker. goes over, all over-modulated. So
2: just like kind of keep it, – it's still uh, – yeah, We you're not the first person also to also let us know that sometimes people on the podcast sound l- louder than other people do from time to time. We 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 do the best that we can. Scoots is going to look into it. We've got our best people on it. That's right. <laughs> a texter says, John here. Good morning, everyone. Summertime question. Tell me, when you cut grass, do you wear pants or shorts? I wear pants for safety reasons. We'll got to go talk to you later. Oh,
3: man. How unsafe haven't,
2: haven't cut grass in a couple of years. I think I was normally a shorts guy, but it just kind of depended on the season. I wasn't against either or. I understand that why pants
3: are preferred by some. I I like feeling the grass. Up against my legs.
2: I would wear usually long socks if I'd yeah. w- wear shorts, and that way, you know. I, but you're always going to take a shower after cutting the grass. Exactly. Nine so out it of ten times unless you're anywhere. in a rush. So,
3: yeah, it doesn't really matter. Good the, point. The one thing that does matter is I always do wear glasses when I weed eat it's it very rare that I'm too lazy to go inside because sunglasses or like safety glasses sunglasses just yeah. cheap sunglasses
2: I would I would normally do that I we weed eat it this
3: season I, I wouldn't I hate I, I wouldn't use my shady trying. rays because they're nicer and I don't want to get them messed up but the thing that's nice about shady rays TJ is mm-hmm. if they do get scratched up or scuffed up mm-hmm. you can always got the replacement pair of promise right Come Pay on. a small fee get them back uh it was funny though um uh, uh, I, I don't know. I Frank, I had to keep him occupied. He grabbed my sunglasses and started chewing on them. And I told Brooke, I was like, see, they're durable. I'm going to put that in the Shady Ray's head. She goes, don't say that your baby's chewing on sunglasses. I'm like, well, they're baby-proof. They're really strong. They're durable. They're great sunglasses. Check them out and use promo code X 25% off.
2: I could go get the sunglasses in my car. And one of the things,
3: Lucy, what, what do you call the little? The hooks behind the ear?
2: I mean, just like the things you put on the
3: ear. The, I don't know the sticks, the, the ear sticks, the, the ear sticks. Of course, that's
2: what <laughs> they. You don't have ears. Not that you'd know what we're talking about. <laughs> but the the ear sticks. Um, Lucy overextended one, and it's kind of like a it's a little more wobbly than just your normal one. But guess what? That bad boy is held up for for weeks. Babies chew and play on things, mm-hmm. especially sunglasses, and that's why it's so great at Shady Rays that if this thing does fall off, or again, anytime I'm wearing them, she'll try to grab them. So she's probably going to finish the job at some point. And it's nice knowing that on that pair of sunglasses, I can get that exact order resend to me, brand spanking new. I don't have to send in the broken pair, come up with some story, pity story about how they were broken or lost or stolen. Uh, All you have to do is just go back to your order, punch in your order's number, and they say, all right, yeah, we'll send you another pair. You pay for the shipping, and boom, brand spanking new right back to your door. Shady Rays is the best. You'll save even more money by using promo code BIGX25% off at checkout. They're a great company. How many roster spots are still open? For which sport? Assuming that's basketball. It is interesting, Roush. You do see, you uh, you see a slow drip of football transfer portal people. Yeah. Could UK be in the market for anybody else? I don't. I don't or know. do you think
3: the rosters set? I don't know if they are. I mean, obviously UK basketball could add another. I mean, they could add Samto. but pretty much any insider, whoever you wanted to.
0: Scooch, are you falling down? What, what the hell's <laughs> going on? <laughs> This mat under my chair has seen way better days. So anytime i got to move my chair, it's a rolly chair, and I just struggle to roll
3: right. it. Uh, Goodness gracious.
2: Good. I do – days that we're not in studio, I, I do wish we had the YouTube cameras on just <laughs> so Scoots was being recorded. And this is like – this doesn't happen often. I'm not putting Scoots on blast, but every blue moon will get a text from Scoots during the show had to run to the bathroom. Just don't throw it to me for the next, you know, yeah, right, couple minutes. Wonder what else. But so we're not here, works. yeah. And he can just put himself on mute and he could be, I mean, I literally just sit here, he could be banging drums back there. <laughs> we know that you play
0: <laughs> that video game.
2: No, not during show,
3: scoots.
0: No, I've never played the video game during the show. Wink, We know bosses are listening, but
3: uh. But yeah, I, I maybe there's a, a room for one more player on each team. Santos Cyril, yeah, me. I It think feels like the only like legitimate addition. The technically, only
2: one. UK could bring in two more players. They're not going to. Maybe even three, but Cal never uses his entire allotment of scholarships. A texter says, "I love snakes. Such a big fan of snakes. Woo snakes! People feed them live mice. Never heard of that." <laughs> Great text. Great text. Took me a second to realize they were making fun of Scoots.
3: (laughs) Scoots folds like a cornstalk in a waste (laughs) store. Get some of that Trevor confidence in those awful takes. No kidding.
2: Yeah, I do feel like there's an in between, though. Like Trevor just could have—he's too confident. Th- Sounds like an idiot sometimes. He'll have the facts presented to him. He'll watch live videos. Uh, who was it? It was that UK. The was it Florida? Were the Bros? Grabbed the UK player? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he just, he was just saw like, something
3: completely different.
2: He was just like, it was the player's fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, he, shouldn't have, he shouldn't have bumped into it. Yeah, they Yeah, they didn't yeah. grab anybody. They didn't do anything. They didn't touch nobody. He's the only person that... Trevor will have evidence presented to him, and he'll just stick on his take. Dig in even... Scoots, further. you could just say, like, well, I'm not so sure. And before you even finish that sentence, Scoots like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm an idiot for even thinking that. <laughs> What, who, what, A uh, Wizard of Oz person needed courage? The lion? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're Cowardly the lion. Lion. And then is Trevor the king? Trevor horse? the tin man?
3: No, Trevor's the scarecrow. Needs a brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Could horse, ma- Could uh, make a case for Dorothy as well. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> says horsey sauce is a top tier fast food. A little horrible text into the Thornton section. I like horseradish as like like that's like a taste bud that I've developed um, as of late. But um, yeah, still out on horsey sauce.
2: Out on that, Jack said it. On sources says the gist of it was that future clutch guys like Bradshaw might be less inclined to blindly follow their advice moving forward, just because they've had misses and they've had mistakes and. They've had all sorts of of goofs, if you will. Uh, there was that audio clip that I actually have not um, have not listened to yet. Um, I wonder, Scoots, maybe we'll have you listen to it, make sure there's no potty words, and then maybe we'll play it. Okay. I can have a first real listen to it. My issue is sometimes when I'm scrolling Twitter in like the middle of the night or in the morning before I get up, I don't listen to the videos because I don't want to wake up the wife. So I just scroll, so if it's a video, I make a point to get back to it. I never got back to that one. Of all the players that will likely average over three points per game, DJ Rob, Reeves, Edward, Mitchell, and potentially Bradshaw, who will have the highest percentage, and what will it be? Actually take Reeves out of that last question, make it more interesting, limit to the freshman. Over one three-point attempt per game. I don't know if I read that correctly. Uh, I think I maybe said three-point the- attempt.
3: Highest percentage. I'm going to say Edwards. Because I think he's going to be a little bit more limited. Like he, like so, I, I feel like the other ones are going to be more high-volume three-point shooters.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good answer. It's a well-thought-out answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, for that reason, I think you can make a case Bradshaw, too. I could see Bradshaw yeah. being, like, statistically a 30- yeah, he said to take out the, he said just make it the freshman. Oh, okay. But Mitchell, I agree with as well. Well, you know, what a top and shoot last year? I think his numbers ended up actually not they, being as good as. We, well, they got
3: better throughout the year. Oh, for sure. Remember, we were like bullying him, like, shoot the ball,
2: Jacob. And, and then, then at that the Arkansas end of the year, game, we he was just bang. We wanted him to shoot bang. as much. All right, he only finished at 31%. I, again, I, I thought I remembered it being worse than you actually remembered it for him. But I could see Bradshaw, Trey Mitchell being around 35%. So is Edward. And that's. I'm not saying they will be. I'm just kind of doing an optimistic think tank live on radio. Could I see Edwards, Dillingham, Wagner being better than 35%? I could see them all being better than 35% potentially.
3: I'll go with Dillingham. Okay. I think. That would be. That would would surprise me. And that would also be a good indication of success, right, for the team if he's the best three-point shooter of the bunch.
2: Did you see that mock draft that had Edwards going number one?
3: Um, I did see that. And I also saw Jack Pilgrim say that he's probably been the best, not best surprise, but probably uh, one of the baddest asses in early preseason practices.
2: If that mock draft, and who was it? Was it CBS? CBS? And I think it was uh, Rutherford's show yesterday. He went through that guy's mock draft the year before, and the guy did, like, awesome. Really? Like, he really – he had, like – he had Scoot Henderson going two, but he obviously had Wimbe oh, yeah. going one. It was for the wins, mock draft. Uh, he had Brandon Miller, like, 17, which really wasn't that far off for, you know, a freshman, not really knowing exactly. He had those twins going exactly fourth and fifth, mm. which is impressive to have a year out. Uh, But he had Justin Edwards going number one and four U.K. freshmen in the top 20. I think he had Wagner at six, maybe six or eighth. I'll just pull it up. And then Dillingham at like 18 and Bradshaw at 20th. If that's the case, if this guy can strike gold again in year two, then U.K. is just going to be awesome. Like – Incredibly Homer take, but if this guy, yeah, yeah, DJ Wagner at six. If this guy's right and UK has four draft picks in the top twenty, I mean, it's a no doy comment. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna be really fun. Doesn't necessarily mean national title. Wouldn't necessarily have to mean final four, unfortunately. But it would be, it'd be good things. Dillingham at eighteen, Bradshaw at twenty. It'd be. That'd be great. I hope he's right. That'd be fun. Justin Edwards being a potentially number one pick would also be good. Just what Cal would need. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Are the UK haters gonna hate on team USA? I'd bet the answer is yes, and that's just un American.
3: Mm, very un American. So Volvo fans, un American.
2: Yeah, they probably will. Mm. That'll be a that'll be our fun retort back. So yeah, well, you gotta you gotta cheer for them. You have to.
3: I read ahead on the taxon. <laughs> stay safe, everyone. The air quality is above one hundred and sixty, so you should probably skip your outdoor exercise today, Trevor.
2: Why is that so funny?
3: Oh, just imagining Trevor exercising outdoors.
2: Update on <laughs> Trevor: He is no longer staying at the hotel. Well,
3: he's got power.
2: Power's back on, but he did say another night at yeah. the hotel. And secondly, I think what I said was right.
3: Did you hear what happened? Uh, no internet or cable. It was not When I talked to him yesterday, it was not supposed to be on until 11 o'clock last night. So he might not have had any cable or internet at all yesterday.
2: Oh, no. I, I was talking more about how I said that I felt like they were profiling Trevor for kicking him out. Did you hear about this, Scoots? I did not, no. Okay, so... He, you all both disagreed with me and you are like, no, that's just protocol and you got to get them out at 11 o'clock. He did ask for a late checkout the second night. Cause and he, I told him to. And he said, he did say that you had told him to. And she, he said that the lady was very, really nice and said, that's not going to be an issue at all. I'm just going to put it in the system here. And he at like 1102 said Still that he call. was getting calls and they were like, well, we need you out. And he was like, I'll be out soon. He said that he took his time and got out at like 12.15, which is hilarious because the, the, he still was like an hour and 15 minutes late. <laughs> so little little backstory there. there. Oh,
0: here's
3: hotel expert scoots.
0: Basically, there was not communication somewhere. Yeah, she, like she, she marked
3: was, it, but the next person didn't see or that. Or
0: she said she was going to put it on the reservation and never did. But I wonder what time he asked for checkout of. Well, they said, he said the call came right after 11. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, once again, that's standard protocol, but if they they didn't have that communication that he was a late checkout, they would be calling. Yeah. I mean, I do that all the time. I'll knock on doors and the people will be like, oh, I talked to Casey last night and she said, why can I leave it too? Okay, well, I don't have anything on your reservation, so I'll just, I'll make that note. Hmm. Communication is hard for people. In any
2: facet of life, you know, Oh, so you're saying that Trevor probably never actually told the person?
0: No, I'm saying that person didn't do her job and pass either pass it on to the next shift or notate it on his reservation at all. But to, theoretically, to Trevor also
2: lawyer. could just be making that up.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Maybe.
2: I, I mean, I I would believe Trevor that he asked for late checkout. But he's he's that they said he can't. They they wanted him out. Um, and but he's back home though. That's good. Good for him. His mom was happy to see him. He said. <laughs>
3: on and Thornton's says they build all those fast food buildings in the same block designs because if that location goes out of business, it's easier to have another business move in and sell it. They don't have to really change much, more of a universal design. That makes sense too. Yeah, I know you're telling
2: me if you have a giant taco for a Salsaritas, if Salsaritas, they would never go out of business, but if something ever happened, you couldn't get another place to want to move into a giant taco like an insurance agency. Be, you know, be, sure. uh, people would be yeah. tacoing about it. <laughs>
3: really helped with that was you're you're just doing the long play to set that up.
2: <laughs> I just th- I agree with Roush. Yeah, you, you want to draw people in, you need to be more colorful, you need to be more creative and
3: you need to you need to be more loud. I I think to an extent though, um there so there was um I know McDonald's, they're primarily a real estate company because they own the property that all of those buildings are on, and then it's just leased by franchisers. Oh, really? So, yeah, they're the second large. That that was the part of the model that Ray Kroc made him a gajillionaire. So if
2: Bill Gates starts buying up McDonald's, start to get nervous. Watch out, Mm -hmm. yeah.
3: So that might be the case with some of these other ones, too, where they're like, we're going to buy these buildings, franchise them out. Oh, and if this franchise doesn't work, we can just flip it into and put another fast food franchise in there. That would make, make some sense. Another texture says, I think Chris Rock would be a great wheel of fortune host. He's quick witted, has a good voice for it. There's also That's a great point. He yeah, would be. And here's the thing too is I know some people think that that kind of works beneath him, but man, what an easy job that would be. And like you get paid well to only work yeah how many days a year.
2: Vanna White is in contract negotiations because she hasn't had a contract or she hasn't had her salary raised in 18 years. Wow. Which is a long time, or maybe it was 12 years, 18 or 12. She makes three million. That's pretty good. And that being said, like it is so like that's great. But I think Pat Sajak was making like twelve or eighteen million. Which that's just unbelievable. Why would he give that up? Just to call out a
0: couple Cause, numbers. Because he's bankrolled twelve or eighteen million for fifty years now. That's
2: yeah. why he would give it up. Sure, but to like you're only still working two months out of the year. It's not like a job you need to stay sharp for either. Yeah, but if you don't have to work at
0: all and you've got a nice little bankroll, yeah, I think that's the better option. And it's
2: not work. Let's not get it confused. That's hardly work. It, that's that's my whole point. Is like if it was work, I'd agree with you, Scoots. Like at some point, you need to just relax. But that's a job. Like that's the equivalent of going to bingo. Well, it like, could be a hobby for him. It's like Roush this weekend. He's worried about
0: his commitments. Maybe he doesn't want to be worried about his commitments. <laughs>
3: oh man um uh, one thing I wanted to get to for this final break um if anybody has a login to the Atlanta journal Constitution they had quite the story yesterday <laughs> you know I've got a couple actually but they I'm, I'm curious how much that story will get legs on it because it essentially they did a lot of investigative work and found a bunch of Georgia football players that have gotten in trouble that Kirby just covers up because he got state legislators to rework their FOIA laws to where they don't have to respond to anything for 90 days. So if anything bad happens and it's an internal thing at the University of Georgia with student athletes, they get 90 days to before they have to respond.
2: Huh. So. And that, and so they've, how did they find all this stuff well, though?
3: Because it had passed, right? Like the, one of the the lead was sixteen year old recruit uh, comes to campus. He goes out to a bar with future players. He leaves, getting accused of sexual assault, and Ooh. and they still signed him. Oh, yeah. Um. So I that that's that's what uh, I mean. Like what, there's there's a lot uh, of stuff there. Was he convicted? Uh, well, and it could have been just like a uh, University of Georgia, one of those where they kind of. Uh, the internal code of conduct or whatever their J board is. That's what we call it at the UK, uh, their judicial board. But um, their internal, where the, where the names are marked out. But I, that's the part where, like, I, yeah, I'd like to know. I, I didn't see – I saw it pick up some steam, but not enough to where, like, people were aggregating big chunks, and I could easily just see all the details of it all. Hmm. So – Well, maybe, you, maybe
2: you get that into more into the internet, that it's out there. I, get more people talking about it.
3: it. It's one of those things that uh, – R- Write about it. The – with all the street racing and all that that's been going on in Athens, because uh, in addition to the deaths um, that tragically happened after the national championship game, like they've had, I think it was something like 80 moving violations by Georgia football players. Like, it was a ridiculous amount of moving violations, and it wasn't just speeding or something like that. Like They were street racing was a lot of the citations. And that's just what the Georgia football players are doing. They're just racing each other in their cars around town. Hmm. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, there's been some stuff, and then there's more stuff, and then now there's this. And it's kind of starting to pile up on Kirby, who's notoriously private and buttoned up on keeping things in-house there. Um, they don't, their media stuff is as strict and as um, quiet as it gets in the SEC. Have they seen UK basketball?
2: Did you see the video of the guy on the dirt bike driving on? I guess would be sixty four downtown, and he was he was mooning the cop. And, and I didn't know it was in Willis. Louisville. Yeah, yeah, that was in Louisville. Oh,
3: that funny video.
2: Yeah, I, I I would love to know how that story did he ended. get caught ended. No, I I don't know. The video stops. You don't get to see how it all plays out. Hmm. How was that video of about clutch and the agency? Uh, it's, it's clean. We're good. Was it interesting?
0: Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Just talks about how they may or may not be folding. So
2: yeah, we can that, play That's it. that's the rumor. Okay, cool. Well let's uh let's go to our last break. We'll come back, we'll come back to that audio, and that so that'll be the next thing you hear, and then we'll finish up the Thornton Stex line and we'll have let's a good time doing all of it. This is Kentucky Roll Call I'm big
3: Okay. Expert. Go and play.
1: Walk on the floor Set Set them up, the main, walk
4: in the floor. What do you make of Anthony Edwards and OG, uh-oh, OG Ananobi leaving Clutch? Is there more to the story? Who we um, trouble in paradise over in Clutchland. Um, Omar Wilkes, big time agent for them, recently left. And so two of his clients, Anthony Edwards and OG Ananobi left Clutch as well. There's a very simple question that nobody is asking. Why would a Clutch power agent leave Clutch? It's very expensive to run an agency and to have talent scouts. I don't think Clutch is in the best spot financially. This led to them losing Edwards and Ananobi. This will lead to, in my opinion, further discombobulation over at Clutch. Um, And I'll say this. There is an agency out there by the name of United Talent Agency, UTA, everyone knows UTA, that already owns a little bit of Clutch. I wouldn't be too surprised if if we find out soon that they're buying the rest of it. But this would not be a merger. It would be an acquisition. And that is because Clutch has trouble in paradise. Um, I've been told behind the scenes that Rich Paul has already begun stepping back from day-to-day basketball responsibilities at, at Clutch. Um, if I had to make an educated guess as to what he's been working on, I, I would think he's laying the groundwork to sell clutch and prepare to buy a basketball team with post retirement, LeBron James. I think that's what's next on the docket. WME. That's Bill Duffy. Zach Levine's ex agent, RJ Barrett's current agent. Bill Duffy is going to be a powerhouse going forward. UTA is going to be a powerhouse going forward. And, of course, Nick fans' beloved CAA will remain a powerhouse going forward. But Clutch is in trouble. Interesting stuff there.
2: Hmm. So a little answering some of the Clutch questions that we certainly can't answer, or at least noting that something's up with Clutch. Hmm. Interesting.
3: Very, very interesting.
2: There you have it. We're going to finish up this Thornton's text line. Also, I tweeted out a video at seven Taylor Swift concerts in Cincinnati this week. Oh
3: yeah, the um, the line for merch. Oh my gosh, it's, it's insane.
2: That's uh, that is wild. There is a line that is I, I couldn't guesstimate it, but several hundred yards long, maybe even like a thousand. Just filled with people camping out, hanging out, sitting in chairs, just for merchandise for Taylor Swift.
3: Not not tickets to get in, or like lining up to get uh, in there early. But yeah,
2: I, I guess this is probably similar to like what the the Beatles or maybe Elvis experienced. But I can never remember yeah. anything in our lifetime it. like this in, in regards to music. People are like going just doing tailgates outside the concert because tickets are so expensive. And even like parking just to do the tailgates is now getting out of control. And now you're getting these lines that's going to probably quite literally make its way to Kentucky because it's going to go over the bridge. People are nuts, but good for Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it's also like 90, and this may be generous, but it's like 98% women. (laughs) <laughs> that, I I don't know. I find that interesting too. I like Taylor Swift songs, but not enough to pay right. that kind of money to go to a con to go to a concert, and definitely not stand in a line for a T-shirt. There's nobody. I, I, my favorite other athlete person. Poli- I don't even know if I have a favorite politician. RFK Jr. I don't think there's anybody that I would wait more than 20 minutes for a shirt from. If that, I don't know if there's anybody I'd wait any time for a shirt from. Shirts are shirts. Yeah,
3: and also they're very overpriced when you get them there. Oh yeah, very overpriced.
2: To get back to the Thornton stacks line. Crazy stuff out of Cincinnati. Doster picking us fifth in the SEC. Listening to them discuss our team makes me feel like I've forgotten everything I knew about basketball. Maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I don't know how you can look at that roster and your first thought is concerns and questions. We potentially have three lottery picks and four first rounders. The national narrative is just very confusing to me. Yeah, I totally agree. And. Kentucky if Kentucky wins the SEC SEC that's going to be incredibly impressive. It's a it's a tough schedule. It is a young group. Um, but I think they're talented enough to do so. But so many times, how many do we how many times do we look at the and this past year with Alabama was a little bit different, but do we look at the schedule and it's kind of the difference between maybe a win or two just based on if you get lucky with who you get on the road versus who you get on the home. And sometimes that works out in UK's benefit from a seeding purpose for the SEC tournament. Other times it works against us. Uh, and then also remember Alabama almost lost to South Carolina on the road last year. That was a crazy game. But so Kentucky may not finish first, but to say fifth is a little bit of a stretch. And I, I'll, to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe it's just because college basketball is just so old that that's clouding their brain from a talent standpoint. But any other team in the history of college basketball that may have four top twenty picks is going to be regarded highly. And I do feel like there's this narrative of UK that's like, yeah, maybe top twenty. If this, see, if that, if that mock draft is right, and UK has four top twenty picks, this is going to be a team that people aren't going to be picking fifth in the SEC.
3: Yeah. I think that's pretty clear.
2: So let's hope we prove everybody wrong and we're going to have a good time doing it. Scooch, you ever watch The Longest Yard? That's one of the reasons they have the small school games. Paul Crew said it best, play some crap team to get the confidence up and get a win on the board. <laughs> Plus, from an end-of-season standpoint, Kentucky going 7-5 and five in a 9 SEC schedule would be a lot better than Virginia Tech going 8-4 or 9-3 nine nine in the ACC, but probably wouldn't get rewarded as such with bowl games and rankings. Just doesn't make a whole lot of sense other than it being a little bit more fun. Makes sense, I guess.
0: Oh, Scoots. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, no, yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to back up my take, but he brought up Paul Crew, and I can't go against Paul Crew. Yep.
3: Right. Great, great movie. Great movie. Love the remake, too. and Josh here. Keeping up with all things look the same. I hate how WWE doesn't do different individual sets for pay-per-view events, especially, or except WrestleMania. Same set as their weekly cable TV shows and doesn't make it feel as special. Don't really...
2: South and Josh, we're we're not a huge wrestling audience.
3: Yeah, he, Trevor. But he's, will, that's
2: that's a good point he's making though. What what's the
0: point? Like that, that the, all the pay per views look the same as the like Monday cable oh, show. Yeah, gotcha. Like WrestleMania is the only one they differentiate with.
3: It's a good point. Mm-hmm. We're doing South? well, South, and Josh it isn't. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing there. Sorry.
2: That Gary Perry. I think we're about to get rocked by a storm, by the way. Oh, that Gary Parrish lineup sounds potentially dope, actually, at least in spurts. Will never happen, but I'd like to see it. That was the lineup that had Justin Edwards at the four, Trey Mitchell at the five.
3: Yeah, I mean, I.
2: Reeves at the three, Dillingham and Wagner starting. Hey, I'm all for it. Try it. Why not try it?
3: I'm you you trying know all of them, no? but I'm not doing lineup talk for a year. I'm not. I'm not, I'm well, not doing, well, I might do it. we got to go small. Everybody's got to shoot. I I've guess got, it's going to drive me freaking nuts. I've got
2: bad news, Buckaroo. Because I've the, got lineup the, talk the, on the schedule the, the, every day from here until the season. The worst
3: part of it all, TJ, is it's all anecdotal evidence, too, on which lineup is best. Because there's going to be like – I know. That's why I like to see it, see it with my own eyes, and be able to judge it myself, right? And, and, but like my the big thing is is like when you look in the stats column – Plus minus is the best thing to reflect what lineups are good, technically, uh-huh. or from an individual standpoint, and they make no sense. So, like, I'm not going to. It just. I, I just. I hate doing lineup talk I don't because think there's it, a lot of, like, drama for lineup
2: talk. I think UK's pretty much set at every position except for the five, and it's either you're going to get with it or Aaron Bradshaw is going to play the five. Or Troy Mitchell can play the five if you want to satisfy the clutchful.
3: It's just what we did a year ago, and uh, playing small ball is not Cal style, so I'm not going to just get here and whine about why I are playing small ball when I just know it's not going to happen.
2: And let's see if UK is even able to rebound without Oscar Sheboy. Yeah. Uh, we'll
3: figure that out first.
2: Yeah. Alright, A texter on the Thornton's text line says, the only fan base in the country that could win four games in a season and think they belong in the challenge of capable programs. Chill, little bro. <laughs> Roush, they have really bugged them that they're not in it, but the realistic UL fans know there are punishments for winning four games in a season. There's a fallout from that. Roush doesn't know what our basketball team looks like and just said, DJ Edwards, SMH, <laughs> typical football blogger. That's oh, a
3: good point. That's pretty point. good. Pretty good.
2: Fellas, to touch on the eight or nine conference game schedule, I was listening to a podcast with two NFL players talking about SEC guys and more specifically Bama players coming to the league and how their bodies are still busted up from the SEC schedule. Roush, what are the odds of us getting that Nichols fella committing this weekend? You all have a good one, Levi. We touched on the the the
3: cornerback, the, corner ba- the four star yeah. from Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I, ooh, I, yeah, I'm 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 a little. Probably at fifty-five, forty-five UK right now. Trying to put my finger
2: on. And Levi, don't tell Scoots about SEC schedule, uh, SEC games being more physical than just playing some cupcake team. He <laughs> doesn't want to hear it. A little trouble in paradise for Clutch. One of their agents just left, as well as a few of their NBA guys. Reports of Rich Paul starting his way. Yeah. So just reiterating the clip
3: that we had played. Yeah. Interesting. I really to hate it to see it for such a stand-up company. <laughs>
2: a texter says, was really hoping to get some toe for this year's team, but I'll take him for 24. Hope Travis Kraft is right and that there will be some upcoming grad transfers to hit the market. We really need another big to go with Ugo and Mitchell since Bradshaw won't be ready at the start, but Cal haters should be happy. With the roster construction, it's almost impossible to play with two post-bigs at the same time. If we just don't have them like past... Should be fun, up-and-down team. Might not win at all, but I think we'll be excited watching them play. I agree with most of that text. By the way, there's reports out there that Ugunna Kingsley, I think it was Jack Pilgrim, uh, said that he's not hasn't really taken that next step yet. Uh-oh. Mm. Mm. Not great, Bob. Well, guess what? We'll find out on the Canada trip. It, he, he doesn't have to be amazing at Canada. At Canada? It's like in rest of development at military. Um, but he, he can't also get abused. So if he, if he's just getting punked, then not going to be good. Why I keep seeing, seeing Dillingham not in media members projected starting five is beyond me. Rob is our point guard. No ifs, ends, or buts about it. Reeves will be our sixth right. man once again. Bradshaw being hurt will change the line of at the beginning, but by the time SEC play comes, it'll be Rob, DJ, Edwards, Trey, and Bradshaw with Reeves and you got going to be in
3: the first two off the bench. Do you think the ball is going to be in Rob Dillingham's hands instead of DJ Wagner's?
2: No. I like your commitment to the take, though. And you can't back down now. You've already drawn your line in the sand, so.
3: Uh, Oh, man. Yeah, I don't. Oh. That's a take right there, Texture. That's a take right there. In fact. um, I like it. Be committed to it. I disagree. I think
2: Dillingham's going to be coming off the bench, but you you could be onto something. What if he's just incredible? What if he's ends up just being better than Wagner then it's not impossible so uh, I like it I disagree with it though realizing I haven't seen the cats a person over 11 years can't
3: wait for global jam that's awesome yeah that is cool
2: that's going to be cool for you and I, I really wish I was going it crossed my mind but I don't have a passport at the moment if you're looking for the dumbest people with the worst reading comprehension on the planet they're in the replies of Matt's Wednesday evening tweets that's because it's Wacky Wednesday.
3: Well, it is Wacky Wednesday.
4: Their brains are I don't even know right. what
2: you're referencing, um, but give us some examples. Pat's Steakhouse on Brownsboro Road. Pricey, though, you need a reservation. That's Steve. I've well, heard. Um, uh, i Stood up, Bullet East beast on Pat's Steakhouse, and it's kind of been a sore subject ever since.
3: Is it weird that I've heard? Like I just get the most mixed reviews. Like people either love or hate Pat's Steakhouse.
2: I, I really like it. I just don't like their steaks. For being a steakhouse, that's you know I would suggest like other options besides the steak. I've never got anything bad there. I, their steaks are just a little underwhelming. Everything else is great. Because it, it, it was, was like
3: mm, delicious. It, it was like the the place to go. Like my parents used to go there all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that that was their big, but it, and it's still around, And some people like it, and some people are just like, eh. That was that was more than what we
2: paid for. It's a cool it's a cool environment too. John here. Good morning everyone. First off, number 9 for cats is coming. I can feel it. Tell me with all the talent and athleticism that we have heard about and seen with this year's basketball roster, who's the one player you would pick to win a decathlon? I'm taking Hart <laughs> because he likes he jumps like Mario after eating a star. Well, got to go talk to you later. <laughs> Uh, I'd go with DJ
0: <laughs>
3: Wagner. <laughs> John's
0: questions sometimes are so funny. I'd go with DJ Went Wagner. who win a texture
2: texter says, I think Bradshaw goes before DJ and Rob. That's another thing, too. If Bradshaw is healthy and he can step out and score with ease, NBA teams are going to really like that with his size. So we'll see. It's not a, it's a total guess. We could spend a whole show. Trying mm-hmm. to predict what that draft order could end up being, right? Because th- there's
3: a lot of variance, <laughs> you know, over the next. And year.
2: it's anybody's guess. That's the beauty of it. And everybody will need to end up having a take. We'll need to settle on it before Canada will allow people to make revisions. And then, but after that, yeah, you're, you're, you're basically locked locked you're locked in, and you better uh, you better not ever back down. In the upcoming tournament in Toronto, or UK, or USA, or UK
3: jerseys, USA, USA, USA jerseys, USA.
2: The closest thing to the Taylor Swift in our lifetime is Michael Jackson. Yeah, probably. It's a good one.
3: Yeah. I would think that that would be the case, too. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as, like, a pop act, too. There were some bands that were bigger previously that had huge – like, the Stones have had sold-out stadiums for years. But uh, Michael Jackson, probably the only probably the only thing close.
2: Who Hudak Cats fan says Taylor Swift's 2036 presidential campaign is going to be a landslide victory. <laughs> It probably would be. But isn't the national narrative kind of based on the local narrative? We've had two hours of worry and concern on statewide radio show for months. That's going to influence the thinking of fans and
3: national media, right? It hasn't been as over top as the national media is. And also, here here's the just the reality of It's like fear doing some fear-mongering from Jeff Goodman about Kentucky being terrible is much better for engagement. He just is. I mean... SEC Mike yesterday put out the path for Georgia to go seven and five. Remember, you think he did that because he thinks they're going seven and five? No, he did it for engagement. Like this is a business.
2: And and also remember, Jeff Goodman, he he laid down these tracks long ago when he said that DJ Wagner and Rob Dillingham wouldn't be able to play together. So like he's invested, folks. He ain't backing down, especially when UK was did seemingly was seemingly in a bad spot there for a while. But things change quickly. We feel a lot better about the roster. I still would like one more player, but we'll see. All right. Uh, we did get through the text line, so we we, we did what we needed to do. Uh, keep them in for tomorrow. We'll be back 7 a.m. Friday edition of KRC. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Caleb.
1: Papa, mama, giddy up! Hmm, papa, hmm, papa,